Do you love movies? Do you love TV? Do you love when people give their opinions about your favorite movies and TV shows? Then you'll love Nady and Katie and the movies. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Nady and Katie at the Movies. I am your host, Nathan, a.k.a. Nady, of course. And with me, as always, on this journey of movies and TVs, TVs, movies and TV is Katie. Hi, Katie. How are you? I'm doing great. I am cooking dinner as we speak for my wonderful husband, who's taking a really important test tomorrow. It's an eight-hour test, Nathan. Have you ever taken a test for eight hours? No, and I never would want to. I would never want to take an eight-hour test. Touche. I feel like it's excessive, but then again, if you're a doctor, I, I'm not mad about the fact that they, you know, make you have to do difficult things. I want you to know what you're doing before you operate on me. Do you want Do you want to know what else is excessive? And, I mean, his test is very important, but... What's excessive and not very interesting at all is what we had to watch this past week for our homework assignment. (sighs) For those of you who don't remember, our homework this week was the second season of Jessica Jones. In the last episode, I said, I think I watched it before. I don't remember. And then when I started watching it, I got it. I got to about episode seven. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to watch this whole thing. And then I got to episode seven and I realized, wait, I did watch this and I don't care enough to watch it all again. So I actually skipped all the way to episode 12. Now, Katie said I was cheating, but I told her I had watched it before. So it's like what I had done with previous Netflix shows. I watched the first two episodes and the last two and didn't really miss that much. And I feel like with this, it was the same. There was there was one thing that I think I missed by skipping. But Katie, since I have done a terrible job at synopsis, because mine are crazy long, because I tell literally everything that happens in the season or whatever we watch, I'm going to allow you to take back the synopsis baton and do your thing, because you do it much better than I do. So go ahead. Oh, I appreciate that. It's, it's always nice to hear. Um, and I do know what you're talking about, I think. The thing that you missed. I think it's eleven. episode 11 is what I think you're referring to. Jessica Jones is the dark humor, um, anti-villain. She's an alcoholic. She's got a best friend named Trish, who's bubbly blonde. And she's got a neighbor, Malcolm, who is kind of like her assistant um, and her friend. So this little gaggle of people, plus the lawyer who comes back. She's kind of crossed over. I think she was the lawyer for Rand. I think her name is Jerry. Um, She plays a larger role in this season as well. Basic synopsis. They're trying to figure out what the heck gave Jessica these powers and who else has powers and should they bring that person to justice? Lo and behold, when they research this, which is IGH is the group that has done this to her, Lo and behold, they actually did it to save her, supposedly. It was a doctor, Carl, who's trying to save her from the car accident that her family was in. And although he did save her life, he also gave her weird superpowers. In addition to that, 
Guess what we find out, Nathan? Who is alive? Jessica's mother is alive. Because she also had the same experiment happen to her. It's not just that she's alive, Nathan. She's also a psycho murderer. Yes, because because that makes total sense. And they had to have a big bad for this season because they killed off the interesting big bad at the end of the first season. So yeah, your villain this this season is actually the mother of Jessica, which gets kind of at the end. She starts to be like, ah, do I really hate my mom? Like she sort of has that inner dialogue of like, yeah, I know she's evil, but she's also my mom. So anybody that's got mommy issues, you still have it better than Jessica did. The mom has like, she can't control her emotions. So she accidentally kills people all the time. And all while this is happening, um, Trish, the best friend has decided to get addicted to this, like, super asthma look like an inhaler that Simmons, her ex boo thing had, and it gives her temporary superpowers. So you see this big struggle for her, the whole season of trying to like be powered. Cause she's jealous of Jessica at the very end. She literally goes through the surgery that Jessica went through, which is crazy because you're like, you saw how her mom turned out girl. So we find out at the very, very end that Trish may have gotten powers. And then you've also got, a new like love interest comes in for Jessica. It's like one of her neighbors. That storyline's kind of schmeh. I fast forwarded through a lot of it, but basically he's just a nice neighbor that helps her out. Then you've got all this drama with Jerry, the lawyer, unrelated completely to Jessica. It's like a completely different storyline. Doesn't have anything to do with her stuff. She finds out she's got ALS. So you see her whole struggle trying to like cope with that. Cause she's this like strong, independent woman. No one can control me. And just like we see in the real world, you can't defeat death. So you see, you kind of see her struggle with the fact that she can't control her body in that way, um, which is probably a good life lesson. We all die. We all get sick. It's not something we can always prevent. There's lots of sex scenes, lots of kissing scenes, a butt. I got to see my first butt on an, on a Marvel show. <laughs> Um, and I think that's it. The very end of the whole season ends with mom dies. Sorry, spoiler. So the bad guy gets got and Jessica is really mad because Trish is the one that kills her mom. So obviously Trish did what she thought was right, but Jessica keeps saying at the end over and over again, why, but it didn't have to be you. I know she had to die, but now I can't even look at you in the eyeballs anymore because you killed my mom. So they're like not friends. Everything ends kind of sad. Like Malcolm, the best friend neighbor is gone. And then Trish is gone. They're all, (sighs) the gang is all broken up. The end. Yeah. This season with the whole um, Jessica siding with her mom, even though her mom killed all these people and trying to see, I guess, the good in her. And there is a moment where her mom like saves some people from a car crash her and Jessica saved this family. And so it kind of reminded me of the first season where Jessica's trying to defend this girl who's been brainwashed by Kilgrave the whole season. Right. And then you think at some point you're like, okay, she needs to realize that this is a hopeless cause, but she still tries to defend her and the girl ends up killing her parents. It kind of feels the same with this season, right? She gets her mom back. Her mom has killed all these people. She still tries to defend her, even though she's a crazy psycho murder person. And just because there's a hint of goodness in her, she's like, no, we're good. 
and then her mom ends up dying anyway. That's it's, true. I, I totally agree with you. And I, I, I get the point that they're trying to make. It's like you only have, you know, one birth mother. And so, yes, there's going to be an attachment. If I had to summarize even more briefly what this season was about, I think it was just like it was all about Jessica growing into herself and growing into become a hero, like dealing with her emotional trauma. It was like a whole season of just like a counseling session. And so like, that's, I guess we're supposed to, by the end of the season, her mom has taught her that it's okay to be a hero and family. And I mean, I agree with you. I felt like it was kind of a waste. I found myself skipping through a lot of scenes, but I know what you were excited about in episode 11. So we'll go right to the positives and negatives. You, you skipped a bunch of episodes. So why, what was like your biggest negative about the season? It was just boring. I think I real when I realized, oh yeah, that's her mom, and I kind of already know what happens at the end anyway. I I didn't really care to watch anything else. And even when I skipped that part, I was like, oh yeah, Trish tries to get powers. I, okay, I didn't care that I skipped it. I was just like, oh, oh oh yeah, that's what happened. That's why she whatever at the end of the episode. I just didn't care. I didn't care about this season because what you just said, like Jessica learns to that it's okay to be a hero. I kind of feel like that's what she should have learned at the end of the first season because she was so against being a hero in the first season. And then the end of that season ends with Malcolm answering, answering the phone in the office saying, this is alias investigations. How can we help you? Because she's finally understanding that she can be a hero. And then this season, it kind of forgets all of that. And it even starts with her like doing what she was doing at the beginning of the first season, like investigating like a marriage or, or a, a boyfriend situation. Like that's how they opened the first season. And so it feels like they didn't do any character development furthering that it seemed like they were doing, but they just forgot about it. And so they're like, oh, let's just redo all of it again. But this time... Let's do it because her mom's coming back. It was a waste of time for me. Ben has a lot to say about this one, our third co-host. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, Ben and I both agree with you that it's like, it feels a bit repetitive, like you said, from the end of the last season. Like, we already kind of saw her be like, oh, maybe I can use my powers for good. I do feel like they, they spent way more time on the lawyer, Jerry, than I really cared about. Like, no offense, but I don't like her. I feel like she's kind of a selfish person. She's just all about herself all the time. And you just watch her, even in her sickness, like, she never really changes from that. She just continues along that same path. Like, so she has no character development. And then you just see, I guess maybe Trish has the most transformation, where we, like, see her revert to being addicted to drugs, which they hint at the fact that she was previously, maybe college years, struggled with that. And I do think it was a cool thing that they, you know, they talk about how she really wants powers. Like she's jealous and she wants to use powers for good. But I didn't, I love Trish from the last season. Like I liked her more than Jessica Jones, but I did not like her this season because she was hopped up in a, on all these drugs and like obsessed with getting powers the whole time. And I don't like that they rewarded her. Like I don't like that at the end, she ends up getting the powers. Kind of wish she hadn't. Again, I said this about this season but I really don't remember what happens in the third season. I know there is a third season. I don't remember what happens in the third season. I'm assuming 
Trish gets powers, and I guess the big question is, is she going to be the villain in the third season? I don't so remember. That would be kind of fun. But, I mean, she also doesn't strike me as, like, a bad guy. So maybe she just keeps going at odds with Jessica. But I don't know. I don't know. Okay, let's go to the thing you liked, which I'm assuming is the fact that Kilgrave shows up. Does he show up? Was that not the thing? Okay, so in episode 11, there's the whole, almost whole episode where she's having these, like, visions of Kilgrave. So she's, like, having conversations with him. She's having these, like, illusions that he's there. And he's poking fun at her. And, and all of it's basically because she ends up killing somebody kind of accidentally. Like she's defending herself. And then she's just really wigged out because she's sort of like daredevil. She's like, I'm going to hurt you, but I'm not going to kill you. So then Kilgrave keeps like coming in to pester her and be like, remember how you killed someone? Remember how you killed someone? Uh, you don't remember this? Your favorite villain. He like shows up for a whole episode. No, probably because he only shows up for a whole episode and that's it. I really think they they should have not killed him so quickly in the first season. I think he, he was a strong enough villain that he could have been at least through the first and second season because he was just such a a menacing character. And for them to just... Because it kind of reminded me of uh, Caiaphas in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I thought he was a menacing character and the way they killed him off was like, in my opinion, very cheap. And the same thing with Kilgrave. I mean, he was a very compelling character played very well by David Tennant. And the fact that they got David Tennant to play this character, he's a really well-known actor. I feel like they just wasted, they just wasted time with him. I mean, he was good in the first season. He was my favorite part. He's the only reason I liked it. But this season, it was like, okay, Kilgrave's gone. Uh, I guess to appease fans, let's put him in one episode. And the rest of it's just a waste and boring. Because there's a lot of talking. <laughs> yeah, I agree. And I think that it, I think you're right. I think they were like, oh, shoot, maybe we need to bring him back. People really like him. Oh, Ben has a lot to say about this. Ben, for some reason, has a lot to say about this episode. Is it positive or negative? Yeah, he he sounds like uh, he doesn't really know. And you're right. There was not as much action and a lot more just talking, talking, talking. And it kind of like, well, we'll get to the third season of Daredevil eventually. But it kind of reminds me of that, that in the second season of Daredevil, they didn't have what I thought was the most compelling character, Wilson Fisk. And so that's why the second season of Daredevil to me was kind of like this second season, of Jessica Jones. It was okay at parts, but but for the most part, it was just meh. And so for the third season, I think they bring back Wilson Fisk. And I'm like, I'm excited about that. But I don't think they bring ever bring back Kilgrave past that one episode this season again, which is which is a shame because, again, he was a compelling character. He was my favorite part. I don't know if I had anything that I really liked about this season. I, I like the character Malcolm. I think he's okay, he's, a, yeah, he's yeah. a good character. Um He's played well by the actor. I think he goes through another character phase in the third season. If I, I think I just don't remember that much of it, but um, yeah, I, I guess he would be my part that I liked, even though I, I would agree with you. Malcolm's my favorite character because he seems like a good guy. He just doesn't do much. That is fair. Um, How about like I mentioned, so here's, so I've got a lot of negatives. One was, it was kind of creepy 
Two, not a lot of action. Three, like I said, it focused more on Jerry. I didn't like that. And my favorite character, Trish, was kind of like negative, bad. Also, she had this like wonderful guy that you like expect she's going to actually get to be happy. And she like breaks off the engagement. And you're like, wait, what the heck? That was surprising. But here's the thing that I really uh, didn't like. And I mentioned it before. There was so many sex scenes and like kissing scenes this season. And again, I'm, I'm not saying like, I get it. It's Netflix. But there was multiple. Like there was a whole scene where um, Jerry finds out she's sick. She, she So she like invites prostitutes over. And again, I'm fine with the show alluding to the fact that sex is happening or even if it's prostitutes coming over. But that scene lasted like five minutes. And you're just like, what? we get it. We get that she's having people over. Like, we don't need to watch all this. If it doesn't further the story, I don't see the point in it. If it's just there just to be there, it, it just, like you said, it comes off as as redundant and unnecessary. Yeah. And, hey, we're Netflix. We can do this. And so that's why we're doing it. Yeah, you're right. And because not a single sex scene that we saw was it like two people that really like each other and they end up together. It was yeah, pointless. Just like this whole season to me was pointless. So I think uh, I think we've kind of covered what we liked and what we didn't like. So I guess we could uh, move on to our Infinity Stone rating. Katie, what would you give uh, Jessica Jones season two, one through six Infinity Stones? I'm going to give it a two. I was like somewhat intrigued to know what the storyline was. I still don't think the acting's bad, even though I don't like the characters. I would admit that like there's no to me, weak links. There's no like really bad acting or bad script writing necessarily. But yeah, like you said, I just found myself fast forwarding through it a lot and not paying attention a lot. Um, it was very slow. So two, two for me. Are you going to rate it that high? I'm probably going to give it a 1.5. Yes, the acting's good, but that doesn't take away the fact that the season sucked. It was just terrible. It was a terrible season. And that's why I was okay with skipping from episode seven to episode 12. I don't feel like I missed anything except the Trish thing, which I remembered after the fact. Well, then let's move on from Jessica Jones, which we do. People have to see it again. We, there's a third season. One more season. We'll be watching. Mm-hmm. Before we get to our homework for this coming week, I, I have to talk about something that was released this past week. I believe it was on a Monday, the 23rd. Or it could have been Tuesday, the 24th of August, 2021. And that is the teaser trailer for the Spider-Man No Way Home movie coming out this December 17th, 2021, which I cannot wait. And a lot of rumors were confirmed about what was going on Um, before the, the teaser trailer came out. It was actually leaked. On Twitter, apparently, I know I didn't know about this and I didn't see it. I heard bits and pieces of what was supposed to be in the teaser trailer. And so I guess Marvel uh, took down all the the leak footage or the leak spoilers. And they're like, you know what? We we just got to release this trailer. So they released a teaser trailer. I cannot wait for this movie. So what happens is, if you haven't seen the teaser trailer, it opens with everyone knows that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. Him and MJ are on the top of a roof reading a newspaper article about Spider-Man. And Peter Parker realizes that 
everyone knowing his secret, those closest to him are, are, are dealing very harshly with this reality. They're, they're being asked questions. They're being brought in by the police and all this stuff. So he wants to make it so no one remembers that he is Spider-Man. So who does he go to? He goes to Dr. Strange and there's a, there's an idea, a theory out there that the Dr. Strange that we see may not be the Dr. Strange that we've seen before. There's, there's a theory out there that he might actually be one of the main villains. We'll see. But anyway, so he goes to Dr. Strange and he's like, Hey, is there a way that you you can make everyone forget that I'm Spider-Man? And Dr. Strange says, yes, there is. There's this spell. He does this spell. It opens up the multiverse. That's how you know it's not. That's not real, Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange that's wouldn't what, be that dumb. See, that's what I think. That that's what I say. I don't think it's Doctor Strange. Some people say no. Doctor Strange has always been arrogant and full of himself, so he would still do that. I don't think. Uh, anyway, so he opens up the multiverse. You see characters from the Tobey Maguire Spider Man. You see characters from the Andrew Garfield Spider Man. Jamie Foxx's Electro has already been confirmed that he'll be in this. Uh, Alfred Molina's Dr. Octopus has been confirmed. The The most exciting part of this teaser trailer for me, though, is when you see that pumpkin bomb being thrown onto the bridge and you hear that iconic William Defoe Green Goblin cackle. I giggled like a little child when I heard that. I, I seriously cannot wait for this movie. And the biggest thing that was not in this teaser trailer but a lot of people think is going to happen is that Tobey Maguire Spider-Man and Andrew Garfield Spider-Man are going to be in this movie and they're going to fight alongside Tom Holland Spider-Man. This movie is, is it's already been hyped up to the point where I really, 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 really hope that it is not a big disappointment. That That's the one thing I'm worried about. I'm worried about this movie being so hyped up that when you go see it, you're just devastatingly disappointed of how crappy it I mean, is. It sounds cool. You know, it's kind of like if all these Spider-Men come back, will it be like Avengers, the Spider-Man version? There's just all the Spider-Mans. It's like well, a team it, of Avengers. I mean, as, I mean, it, at this point, anything's possible. Cause if you've been watching the what if series on Disney plus it's the cartoon comic series, which a lot of people were throwing away, like it wasn't going to be that big of a deal. But but at, but after what happened in Loki with the opening of the multiverse and now the confirmation of the multiverse being open even more and Spider-Man and Doctor Strange, anything is possible. I, I, I like right now, any and all Marvel movies, even outside of Disney, are officially like part of the universe because of the multiverse. It's even just Jessica Jones. It's 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 insane, and and that's the thing too. Like the 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 rumor is that the actor who played Daredevil in the Netflix series, he's going to be make an appearance in this, and it's just like I'm going to go this, insane. This is too much hype. This is why I don't like to look at all the hype stuff because then you're just disappointed. Like there's going to be all these a laundry list of people that they think will show up, and then they don't, and you wouldn't have been disappointed if you didn't think they joined. For example the ending of uh WandaVision, everyone was excited thinking Dr. Strange would show up and he did so I would have never thought he was gonna show up until people started saying that and then I was disappointed. Also, 
quick thing back to Jessica Jones. I will. I need to give her credit, or the uh, the show. There was two different references to the Marvel universe. We always talk about how we're supposed to see how this is connected. Like, why do I need to watch this in chronological order, and why do I need to watch it at all? However, they mentioned the raft, which is a the prison that, like, in the whole Marvel universe, like, if you're a really, really, really bad dude and you've got powers, you go down to the raft, which is like an underwater prison. And somewhat jokingly, this one, I don't know if it counts, but the little boy in the show, like, has Captain America action figures. I don't know if that counts. I mean, sure, why not? Uh, but going back to the Spider-Man trailer. Um... <laughs> <laughs> hey, wait, quick question again. Quick question again. I do, I do like Spider-Man, but I was realizing, so in Jessica Jones, her mom says, we're the two most powerful women in the world. And I was like, wait a minute. Now it's messing up the Marvel Universe because obviously they're not the two most powerful. But then I stopped. And if you think about it, I mean, Captain Marvel would have occurred by this point, but she wasn't living on the Earth at that point. Remember, she's gone. And then Black Widow doesn't have powers. So technically in the whole Marvel Universe at this stage from what we've watched right now, Jessica Jones and her mother are the most powerful superhero women. Is that right? Well, I don't know. Quake did destroy half the Earth with her earthquake oh, powers. Geez. Anyway, going back to the Spider-Man trailer real quick, and then I'll get to what our homework <laughs> is. At this point, Marvel has hardly ever disappointed me. So I think they're trying as hard as they can to not let things be leaked about this movie. But I really feel at this point, everything that has been leaked is actually going to occur in this movie. And, and Marvel, and that that's the reason why Marvel had to release the trailer when they did Alfred Molina, who plays Doc Ock. He was the one who kind of leaked that he was going to be in the movie. So like all these leaks that are happening and being said about this film have actually come to be true. So at this point, like the Andrew Garfield, Tommy McGuire thing, I think that's actually going to happen. I think the daredevil actor is actually going to be in this movie. I think other people that, that haven't been officially announced are going to be in this movie. So I, I I've told my friend that, that I'm probably going to go see this movie with, I said, I'm going to pee my pants during this film with excitement. But I, I also, again, don't want to go in with too high expectations, hashtag too late, and be disappointed. I just don't see myself being disappointed with this film at all. But I guess we'll see. December 17th, 2021. Because I will be going to see this opening weekend. Either the day before, the day of, or that weekend I will see this film. So, moving on, finally, to our homework this week. We're going to go back to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 5. After the kind of lackluster first 10 season uh, episodes, not seasons, first 10 episodes, kind of not that exciting. I will admit I am doing what Katie did previously. I've already started watching uh, the next bit of homework, which will be episodes 11 through 18 of season five of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And so we'll see who returned from the future, what's happening with Coulson. What's going on with Quake? Is Quake being once again set up to be the leader of S.H.I.E.L.D.? I hope not, please, God. And we'll see. Yeah, we'll see what else happens in episodes 11 through 18. Again, that means we will not be finishing the season yet. We still have a little bit more 
other shows to watch before we can finally finish. I'm excited to watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And someday, eventually, we'll watch movies that are not Marvel. We're getting close, y'all. And if you, if anyone likes to comment or share with Nathan or I, if you are just really anti the Netflix series ones, we will gladly throw them all in one episode if we need to. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Maybe we can. Our coming up homework will be lots and lots of Netflix series all in a row. Boom. Yeah, yeah, and it's true. We're, we're we are almost done with everything that has already been released. I was looking through the list and after all the TV shows that we're watching right now, it's mostly movies. And so at that point, there's only like three or four movies left. Have to survive the Netflix. And then there's TV shows on Disney plus, which the Disney plus shows, they're not a sponsor of this show at all, but those shows have actually been pretty good. And it's been the Netflix ones that are kind of a hit and hit or miss. So yeah, we're, we're, we are getting really close to finishing our Marvel Cinematic Universe journey. But of course, Marvel's always releasing movies, so they're not done anytime soon. So there are movies. Well, there, I mean, there are movies that are, that will be released soon. Um, I know Shang-Chi is being released next week, and I actually am planning on seeing that. And Eternals is in November. Spider-Man's in December. And then there's a movie, I think, every month next year, too. So Marvel is really making up for 2020 when they had no movies released at all. They're really making up for it this year with something literally every month being released, whether it be a TV show or a movie. So we'll still be, you know, reviewing Marvel stuff. It just won't be on a consistent basis once we finally finish this list. So like Katie said, if you have anything that we uh, you want us to watch that's outside of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, please feel free to email us at nadinekatie at gmail.com. We will be checking that to see if anyone uh, has any suggestions. So, I have, Hey, I'm Nathan, I've got a quote from Jessica Jones to finish us out. Okay, go ahead. I quit. Thanks for listening to Nadie and Katie at the movies. Feel free to leave us a review so people can find the show. Follow us on all our social media platforms. And if there's a movie that you wish for us to watch, you can contact us at nadyandkatie at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and have a great day.